Welcome to the Energia podcast. My name is Stephanie Lianos and I'm a light worker, an energy healer and a soul mentor. My intention with this podcast is to show you all how to access the infinite potential within you by exploring the practices, modalities and habits that transcend you beyond the limitation of the human experience. By tapping into the multidimensional aspects of our existence, we are given the opportunity to co-create a life of magic, freedom and joy, a life beyond our wildest dreams. On this podcast, I will be sharing with you the tools to connect you with your higher self, your soul and the divine guidance that exists within the spiritual realm. I want to give you the codes that allow you to heal your life from the inside out, access the wisdom that lies deep within your soul and to align your energetic frequency with whatever it is you desire in this lifetime. This podcast is a portal into the deepest corners of the subconscious, into the layers beneath the logical mind. I want to empower you to master your subconscious ecosystem so you can live in a constant state of magnetism. There is so much more to this world than what meets the human eye. And it is my mission in this incarnation to show you that you are beyond human. You are light. You are energy. You are infinite. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Energy Podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking all things frequency and energy once again. And speaking of energy, how is everyone's energy at the moment with Capricorn season? I am thriving in this Capricorn energy. I have a Capricorn stellium, so I've got six Capricorn placements in my birth chart in my 10th house of career. So feels really, really good to be an entrepreneur right now. I've also got my moon in Capricorn and I've got my north node in Capricorn. So this month and this season for me feels very like I'm entering new territory, fresh starts, out with the old, in with the new. And I am really feeling that. I've made a few decisions in my business. Um, I am going to be closing down my membership on the 31st of January because it is time to step into the new evolution of my business. Um, I did the same sort of thing last year. It's actually kind of when I started recording the podcast. Um, and for me, especially as a reflector, as I was saying to all the women in my membership, it's really important for me not to hold on to anything past the point that I feel like it's of most benefit to the collective and to myself. So as soon as something kind of begins to feel misaligned or like the energy is old or like it needs a refresh, I'm really quick to jump on that and um, just make sure that I am closing off that energy as it was to make room for the new. And I'm so lucky to have so many beautiful people in my community that see me um, as a reflector and like just totally go with the flow and they're like yeah but cool I'll be here for whatever you're bringing out next um and so yeah it's been a really special six or seven months with the membership I really loved it I loved having that uh, structure and just like this beautiful community and always tuning into it and creating so much content consistently for it um it was a beautiful experience um and I've just met so many amazing humans through that so 
yeah, to kind of stay in the theme of like following my North Node and like exploring the new and really activating and planting the seeds of my destiny, which is the North Node placement. I have an amazing podcast with Corey about the North Node placement um, a couple before this one. It was like maybe at the end of last year. So you should jump on that if uh, you're interested. Um, Yeah, I am kind of feeling towards where my next evolution is and what what I feel really passionate about going into now that I've dipped my toes in so many things I've done like you know uh, starting off with a lot of one-to-one sessions doing group work doing a membership and I think the thing that is really coming through for me is um, speaking and teaching and like speaking to a large group of people, speaking uh, to, um, you know, a platform, an audience. And that is really feeling like where I'm going and where I'm opening into um, and not just speaking my own words, but channeling through um, teachings and transmissions and really high frequency learnings and that feels like where I'm going and I know that I'm on the right track with my north node because it feels somewhat unfamiliar I don't really know what the path is I'm kind of just going with the flow right now and just allowing everything to yeah open and unfold and see where it's going so I take leaps of faith like this often because as I was saying in my membership the other day we came here to live a fuck yes life And we don't live a fuck yes life if we hold on to things that feel like mediocre or don't feel like a fuck yes in our body. And the moment that something begins to feel like not like a fuck yes in my body, I'm in there trying to understand if there is a reason beyond it's time to move on um, or if it's just time to let that energy go. Because in order for new things to grow, some things have to end and you're not always going to know what's coming next. You're not going to always going to know the path. You're not always going to know how things are going to work out. But especially when you're going towards your North Node, um, it's not meant. You're not meant to know. It's meant to feel like a question mark. It's meant to feel um, somewhat unfamiliar. So for me, when I begin to enter that realm, I um, I feel like I'm on the right track. And for me with this business, I really felt like the first two years were me just like building, building, building towards this moment. I feel like what I am about to embark on, or not even embark on because I'm already speaking, but what I'm about to amplify even more is what I'm truly here to do. And that is to speak to as many people as possible, um, to channel in front of people, to... Uh, yeah, just use my beautiful mind, which is such a good blend of like spirituality and practicality to continue sharing and teaching and uplifting. And the word empowerment really rings true to me. Like I just want to empower everyone to awaken to their true power and, you know, live the most epic life that they came here to live. So yeah, I'm going into energy a 3.0. Um, and in the meantime, as I'm doing that, I'm just going to be really focusing on the podcast, on uh, creating content for Instagram. Um, and I'm also kind of tinkering with YouTube at the moment. Um, that came through to me when I was channeling yesterday. So I'm just letting that simmer for a moment before I act on it because I'm not, yeah, 
I always let things drop in for a moment as well. Being a reflector, you know, taking time to make decisions is really, really important. So yeah, that is where I am at. Capricorn season has been very activating for me um, and I hope it's been the same for you as well. Um, and I love, kind of love this time of year because it activates like a lot of placements I have in my charts where I've got like Capricorn season is, uh, you know, my big stellium. And then as we move into Aquarius season, like my birthday is in February. So I also have an Aquarius stellium and then I'm a Pisces rising. So then we go into Pisces season and I feel a lot of that energy as well. So I just am frothing over the next few months. I literally feel like the universe is just like handing me all this amazing energy and saying, Go and expand, you goddess, and go and do all the things. So that is what I am tapping into, and I hope you guys are as well. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to be chatting about, by we, I mean me, (laughs) um, three questions that you can ask yourself every day to remain in a frequency that you feel like you have control over. Now, I use those words really specifically because we're not always going to be in the highest frequency that we can be in, but we can always have the choice to be in control of the frequency that we're putting out there. And I think that framing it that way is way more empowering than always thinking we have to be in a high frequency because it's not, it's not always possible, you know, like we're having a human experience. We signed up for more than just the happy feelings and the high frequencies. We're experiencing it all. But there is a difference between being in a low frequency and being out of control and acknowledging when you may be in a low frequency and taking the steps and holding yourself accountable for shifting out of that just a little bit, just so you can raise a little bit higher And then from that higher place, keep growing and growing and growing. I ask myself these three questions every single day and they have made such a huge uh, just shift in the way that I manage my frequency and just like honestly changes the way that I have been moving through the world and yeah, I'm really grateful that these questions have come through to me because not only are they improving my life, but my partner uses them as well and We've just got into this really good flow of treating our frequency like we would um, money. So before we go into these questions, let me just start by saying we all know by now, I mean, if you're listening to my podcast, you should know by now that everything is energy and our frequency is our most valuable currency and nothing is uh, exempt from the laws of the universe, the laws of energy. And so our frequency really is the most important, most valuable thing that we have available to us and that we have control over. So in order to become a master of our frequency, in order to really harness the power that is our frequency and not waste it, it's really important that we hold ourselves accountable every single day for the way that we're utilizing our frequency. Wasting your frequency on like things that are pointless is kind of like throwing money away putting yourself in situations that you know make you feel like shit or holding yourself in a lower frequency instead of trying to shift it is honestly like looking at your frequency as like money bills or as like dollar bills, hundred dollar notes, whatever it is. And it's like, you're like throwing it away. Now I know that sounds a little bit dramatic, but that's how I choose to see my frequency because I don't want to waste my most precious currency. I don't want to waste my frequency and begin spiraling and going down the vibrational scale simply because I'm a bit lazy uh, or like not deliberate with the way that I'm thinking or acting or feeling. So 
let me get into these questions. I wrote them down for the first time, writing something down when I do the podcast because I don't want to forget. Okay, so the number one question that I've been asking myself every single day when I feel myself reacting to something is, is this worth it? So for example, the biggest, I think the biggest one, the biggest time in this question was like so useful to me was in the middle of my partner and I's move up to Byron Bay. So like it was stressful. It was Mercury retrograde, the, like the everything that, not everything, but like so many logistical things were just getting messed up and me and my partner were like very heightened. It was also in the middle of Christmas and New Year. Like it was just a lot. And, you know, as you do, like we were snappy, we would get stressed, we would stress over things that we couldn't control, but we kept catching ourselves and thinking, is this worth it? Am I really going to waste my frequency by getting frustrated over something I can't control? If we started snapping at each other, we would just look at each other and say, is this worth it? Or one person would say at first, like, is this really worth it? Is this worth, you know, getting into a low vibration over and then spiraling out the rest of the day? Is it worth me getting frustrated that I'm sitting in traffic for three extra hours on top of an eight hour drive? No. So many things that we react to during the day, is it really worth wasting and throwing away your vibrational currency over that small thing? A lot of the time, it's just no. The answer is no. And I love asking myself this question like, Steph, is it really fucking worth it right now? No. Like, no. And like, it kind of makes me smile and I laugh at myself and I kind of just like shake it off and it becomes a bit more lighthearted when something is, I don't know, when something's frustrating you, but it's like pointless, like, is that really worth it? If you're worrying about something that you cannot control, is it really worth it? We all know that worry does not achieve anything. So is it worth it? No. I want you to like, you know, look at the like little things that you react over in the day and just ask yourself, is this worth it? When we complain, this has helped me so much with like random complaining about things. Like it's so interesting how much we complain during the day as humans. Like I'm so guilty of doing it as well, but like even just listening to conversations like Byron Bay is like ridiculously busy at the moment because obviously it's school holidays and this is like the most gorgeous place ever so there's so many people on holiday so I've just been listening to a lot of conversations and it's so interesting hearing just people complaining 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 and I'm like wow god we complain a lot as humans And so when I begin to notice something, my surroundings that I have no control over and I almost go to say it or I start saying it, say I start like bitching about it to my partner, to one of my friends, in my head, I'm like, is this worth it? Is it really worth focusing on something that you can't control right now and complaining about it? Can you just acknowledge it without making a story? Can you just think, oh yeah, So that's really busy. Well, yeah, it's school holiday. So that makes sense. Makes sense that it's busy. Oh, yep, it's raining again. The clothes are getting wet on the line. Am I going to complain about it? Is it really worth it? No, it's not fucking worth it. So I'm just going to leave it. Now, what happens if you're experiencing something and you're feeling really turbulent inside and, you know, a lot of emotions are coming up for you and you say to yourself, is this worth it? And then a part of you says, you know what? Actually, 
there is something about this that means a lot to me. So in a way, yeah, it is worth me investigating this a little bit further. Now, I'll give an example before I move on. When we were in the move, um, it got to like the day before we were moving, we ended up moving a day earlier. Uh, Our cleaner, like she couldn't come and then we were going to be gone. Like it was just like funny logistics. And so I thought that we weren't going to have an end of lease cleaner um, and that we were going to have to do all the cleaning ourselves. Um, But like there was no time. So I started cleaning things and I started getting really worked up and I could feel like stress building and building and building. And as I was getting periodically uh, like more stressed, I had Steph, is it worth it? Is it worth it? I'm like, no, no, no. But it kept getting to me. And then all of a sudden, you know, I just said to myself, is it worth it? And I thought, you know what? I feel like if I just say yes, I'm going to release so much energy and pent up frustration. And that's just going to bring me some relief. And in that moment, I just surrendered to yes. And I like burst out into tears, gave my partner a really big hug. And in that moment, just releasing all that energy was just so, it felt so, so, so good. I just like intuitively knew in a way it was like the whole, all the energy and stress of like the move ended up just like needed to come out of me so I could just get on, get on the way and move forward. And so funny, once I released all that energy, our cleaner messaged me, she was able to come now um, and it was all good. Like we weren't going to have to end of lease clean the whole apartment, you know, And like, it was such a hard time of year in between Christmas and New Year's to like find someone to do it, blah, blah, blah. And then my partner and I ended up just like going and having a really beautiful dinner and like a couple of beers to just like relax. And in that moment, it was worth it. Other times, if someone uh, really upsets you or does something that you don't like, or there is something happening in your life where it's, yeah, a emotion is valid, like you're experiencing something then it's okay to say, you know what? Yeah, this does actually feel worth it right now. Now, once you acknowledge that that feeling is worth it, the next question to ask yourself is what is the easiest and most loving way that I can work with what I'm feeling with, where I'm feeling right now? What is, feels most accessible? How do I release? Do I need to vent to someone? In a, like, do I need to like, get this off my chest in a way? Do I need to process this energy? Do I need to journal? Is this something that's recurring for me? But notice just the energy that you're doing it in. Do it with an energy of love and patience and non-judgment and in a way like satisfaction with your answer. Like don't fret, oh, like, oh, if, if it's not worth it, but like you don't have to do that. If your intuition is saying, yes, right now, the way I'm feeling feels really um, important to me that I move through this and I work through this, then get into it. Then find the most loving and easiest way to move through that. Another thing that, um, you know, might come up in this place as well, say you're really, really worrying about something. And that worry is so incessant and it gets to a point where you're like, is this worry worth it? Well, maybe the worry isn't worth it, but maybe it's showing me that I need to do something or take action. And like, what is it showing me? If it doesn't go away, what is this information trying to tell me? What is this information trying to show me? Use your intuition. This is where you really build that beautiful intuitive skill. You're going to know when something isn't worth it. You're going to know when you're just complaining or whinging about something that is like irrelevant or when you start getting in an argument with your partner. Is it really worth it to have an argument or can we talk this out in like a really beautiful and loving way? Is it worth it to 
hold a grudge against someone or like hold on to a negative or like difficult emotion just because like it's usually not but of course there are things in our human experience that are important to you and that are important to look through and give attention to but how can you give attention to it in a way that actually makes you feel better not worse that's the key to all of this if the way that you're handling whatever's coming up for you because if you decided it is worth it deal with it in a way that actually makes you feel better not makes you feel worse that is really um, aligning with these principles of frequency so question number one is it worth it literally my favorite okay so the next question i want to share with you guys is this one is it calling me or am i calling it now I love this question as an entrepreneur because especially as a reflector, but I mean, it can work for anyone in any human design. It's very easy to make decisions when we're feeling like anxious or stressed or feeling like we have to force things. And most of the time, the result of those things is not what we had expected or it feels sticky or misaligned or ends up breeding resentment or dread or something like that. And so what I've really begun doing, yeah, in my business and in life as well, is say when I have an idea about something and I kind of feel like a lot of energy around it and I feel it pop into my head or if I feel like in something in my life I'm like forcing it or something feels sticky or something feels hard and a struggle, I like to take a deep breath and say, am I calling this or is it calling me? Because I know if something's calling me, which kind of feels like a way more body-led experience comes from my intuition, it comes from my heart space, then that is usually a path I want to follow. When something is calling me, it feels really deep, like soul level, intuitive level, like it feels like, it just feels effortless, but, but curious, you know? That to me is those are the things I want to follow. That is what like spirit is coming through me. That is where my intuition is leading me. That is coming from a place of like no resistance, allowing that feels like a really important lead for me to follow. But when I feel like I'm calling something, it's almost like my mind is like, go do this. We have to do this. The outcome needs to be this way. Like it's like feels quite forced. It feels quite um, like I'm grabbing it really hard and maybe holding on or micromanaging. So I really like to investigate the feeling, okay, am I calling this or is it calling me? Now, sometimes I have to sit with a couple of things for a few days, like for this this YouTube thing that I've been exploring, for example, popped into my head, feels like a really great idea, but I'm not going to go to all this effort if it isn't the most aligned decision for me. So I'm just going to sit back on it for a bit and just see, am I calling it or is it calling me? Now, if it's calling me, it's going to come back over and over and again from like my intuition, my like womb space up. But if I just had a random idea from maybe a misaligned place, that is it's going to be a fleeting idea. It's not going to be grounded in my body. I probably won't think about it again. Um, and I'll be able to know if it was a soul calling or if it was like a mind calling. Now, 
when I've established that something is a soul calling, then I feel really confident in then putting my mind into it, then like driving my masculine energy into it, really working with the energy, co-creating. But when I usually act on something that is really just like a mind thing that not that's a mind thing, but doesn't have any resonance with who I am at actual soul level. I find that the work that I put into it feels like a struggle. It feels hard. I reach roadblocks. But when I act on a calling, it feels easy and effortless, but like the working hard feels really, really good. Like I love the momentum that's in it. Now, I think for business owners and for entrepreneurs, one of the most important things you can do to save time in your business is ask this question because there is no point in doing things that are misaligned with your actual soul purpose and then getting half the results that you wanted and putting an effort that feels like shit. Like even when I'm writing an Instagram post for my business or creating a podcast, before I write, I like to ask this question just to know what energy I'm in. Am I in my gorgeous goddess, feminine energy, receiving from spirit, co-creating with spirit, you know, allowing things to come out through my womb space, through my intuition, or am I like leading with my masculine energy and my feminine intuitive side isn't even involved in this? So this has been, you know, a really beautiful trial and error process for me through my business. And I always know that whatever is calling me, the results end up being way more um, aligned and expansive and almost feel like there's no limit to where like I can go with it. But when I have acted on something that I've just been calling, maybe from a place of rushing, fear, feeling like I have to do something, um, making a decision um, really quickly, which doesn't align with my my strategies in my human design that the results that I receive aren't as good I feel somewhat disappointed I have worked too hard for too little output and it just is not a fucking vibe so question two is it calling me or am I calling it now the third question um is something that I have been asking myself during the day, like constantly. And this is a question that actually involves like feeling into the physical body. And this question was um, posed to me by a beautiful healer that I see in Byron Bay. Her name is Asha. Um, She's a massage therapist, energy healer. I am fucking obsessed with her Um, I highly recommend if you live in the northern rivers um, to go and see her or even if you live on the gold coast like she's amazing her instagram is asha holistic bodywork this is not sponsored I am just literally obsessed with this woman she's also a reflector when she gives you a massage she tunes into your spirit guides like it's just my heaven on earth Anyway, so she did a session on me when I got up here and she was saying like, what's coming through from your guides is, can you energetically lean back more? And I thought, wow, that's such a really beautiful and visceral way to hold yourself accountable on just how you're moving through the world. So this question is, am I leaning forward or can I lean back even more? So if you're right now, if you can do this with me, if you're driving, please don't. 
Um, if you lean forward, think about the energy. I don't want the mic to get too loud. Think about the energy that this is. It's very mind forward. Your intuition is like placed behind you with your womb space. You're feeling like kind of heavy, compressed in the shoulders. That is not the path of least resistance. Like when you're leaning too far forward, it's like you're closed off. It's the mind, it's the ego. But then I want you all to now take a big deep breath, roll your shoulders down, the, down and back and just lean back, lean back, chill. Notice how open your heart space is. Notice how your intuition and womb space is forward. Notice just even as I am in this position, I'm speaking slower. I feel more at ease. It's just this like really beautiful energetic reset when we start worrying, freaking out, um, having doubts, working too hard, getting mad at someone. It's like we're in this forward position. We're trying to do, 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 do. There's no space for receiving. But if you lean back, you're open, your womb intuition first, your mind has space to breathe, you're just slower and easier and more open. And I really like to go through the day leaning the fuck back. Even when I'm in the flow state and I'm working on something that feels like really aligned to me, I don't want to be leaning forward into it. I want to be leaning back and doing it because even when I'm working hard and a lot of with a lot of momentum, I still want to be in a co-creative state. I still want to be in my path of least resistance. I still want it to be easy. When we talk about concepts such as it gets to be easy and the path of least resistance, these are also experiences that you can begin with in your physical body. If you get used to noticing when you're leaning forward and leaning back and leaning back, you're able to say, oh shit, I'm not in my path of least resistance right now. Let me lean back. When I am, you know, having a conversation with my partner or, you know, in the surf or even like when I'm recording my podcast, I'm like actively trying to lean back even more. When I um, have something that I need to solve or, you know, a question that I have, I like to say, okay, if I just lean back a bit right now, could I be in a more inviting energy? And another thing that I can like add on to leaning back is this concept of like leaving some space and leaving a bit of a gap when something arises that you're not sure how to handle. So this concept of leaving a gap um, came from a beautiful healer that worked with my friend. And she was saying to my friend, like, can you leave a gap rather than trying to fill the gap all the time? Like, just see what happens if you leave this gap and what the outcome is of that. Now, when we're really worried about something or when we have a lot of momentum or when, you know, we're not good at giving up some control, whenever there is a a gap, an energetic gap or some space or a time lag, it can feel very um, tempting and almost like you have to 
fill this gap immediately by taking action. So if you're not too sure where your next paycheck is going to come from, you immediately lean forward, start calling something quick. I've got to make money. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. But if you leant back and said, okay, I'm just going to leave this gap and see what comes through, see what's calling me to solve this, what actually could happen there? If you're having an argument with a friend or a partner or you notice something weird is up, instead of acting on it straight away, could you just lean back and leave an energetic gap and allow what's actually calling you from a soul level and calling the situation from a soul and divine level to fill in the space? Leaning forward is always feeling like you have to fill in the space and feeling like if you don't, something bad is going to happen. But leaning back and leaving a gap is like saying, I know that the, the information, the answer, the solution is going to come to me and I am going to just wait a moment and lean back, open my energy and see what comes through aligned with my path of least resistance. When you feel this um, antsiness to fill a gap, you're usually going to Use your mind to pick an action that is not on your path of least resistance. And then when it feels hard or when you don't get the results you wanted, you're going to kind of get down this momentum of, you know, nothing ever works out for me. Everything is hard. Life is meant to be hard. Like the struggle, the struggle, the struggle. But it's not that, that's not the truth. It's just that you didn't trust enough in the gap and in leaving space and in your guides and in the universe and the divine intelligence of the universe to just take a breather and allow the answer to come to you and to call you from your path of least resistance. So this is a really beautiful question um, to ask yourself daily. And then when you're in a situation where you can feel there's a bit of a gap opening and you want to jump into it, just ask yourself as well, like, can I, you know, just leave this gap right now and see what happens? Can I just trust? Can I just practice leaving the gap a couple of times and seeing what happens to me? Acting on haste, I'm not saying it's always going to bring you um, an undesirable solution. Like sometimes we need to think of things quick, fast. Sometimes we're in that situation, of course, but I would say that there's a lot of times where we could all just lean back a little bit and leave more of a gap because there is no rush. But the funny thing is, the more space you leave, the more you're going to align with the uh, action or outcome, answer, thought, download, whatever it is, that's actually going to get you there even quicker. But when we're leaning forward and choosing actions from that place, Usually the action is clunkier, misaligned, not co-creative with the universe and ends up making you waste time anyway. So you can leave a gap and lean back and feel even better or you can lean forward and feel a bit more stressed. So I've loved um, this this concept and this like visceral feeling of like, oh, can I just fucking lean back a little bit? Like I'm actually want to lean back more now, but my mic is going to be away from my face. Um, yeah. Can I just open my shoulders and open my heart and breathe into it and get out of my head and into my body and just see, can I just see what happens. Can I just see what happens if I don't be a universe micromanager 
I said that to myself often, Steph, stop freaking micromanaging the universe. Like it's the universe. You wouldn't go up to like a top neurosurgeon and try and micromanage him while he was doing surgery on your brain. So why do we try and micromanage the universe when it literally created like this perfect universe? Like think about all the galaxies, like think, just think about the universe. Like, you know, it's crazy. So the universe doesn't need to be micromanaged by us. And if we all left a little bit more gap, I think that we would actually feel better about life. (laughs) Is it worth it to leave a gap? Yes, a hundred percent. So these are my favorite three questions. I mean, there was a couple more off these, but these are my favorite three questions to ask myself every single day to stay in control of my frequency, to hold myself accountable, to become aware of the ways in which I contradict myself and I energetically contradict what I'm trying to manifest. Um, and also I think beginning to really understand just how flippantly we as humans find reasons to be frustrated at life, like complaining is a disease and it's so, um, just normalized in our society to just complain like it's okay you know, but you know, is it, is it worth throwing away our frequency over? Cause the minute we start complaining, we're just lowering our vibe. And then we bring more and more of that energy into our lives. So what if we just chose to not complain and only speak or think or dig into something when it really feels like it's something that we need to explore like a soul level? I just want to finish off by giving another example, which I think um, is helpful. Yesterday in the surf, um, so I had an amazing day, like did a podcast in the afternoon with a friend and was on such a high after, like just felt incredible, just like speaking about all of these amazing topics and I was feeling fucking good. And then me and my partner, we decided to go check the surf And I was just feeling amazing. We got a rock star park like straight away, which like never happens at this time of year around here. Um, And the ocean was so glassy. The waves were like so much fun. My best friend was out there like like frothing, getting so many waves, surfing really well, just like absolutely loving life. Vibes were high. And I was like, fuck, I am on a high frequency right now. Like this feels amazing. And then all of a sudden I saw like a lot of birds circling like a bait ball, like a bait ball is like all these fish. And then in my head, I thought, oh, fuck, that's kind of sharky. Like, don't love that, you know, that that's happening. And then instead of just saying like, is it really worth it to think about sharks right now? Like, is this an intuitive feeling or is this like a Steph in her head? There's so many people out here like, It's just, you know, I just don't really think that there's a shark. But instead of uh, following that feeling, I just, I like dug into it. I started thinking about sharks. I started thinking about like, should I put my feet on the board? Should a shark doesn't eat my foot? And I instantly got myself like into this like spiral of low vibe. So then what happens? I somehow randomly find myself caught on the inside, which is like where the waves break and like five, six waves, like breaking on my head, like one after the other. And I'm like trying to get up to breathe. And then this guy um, 
tried to get through a wave and he didn't make it and he pretty much ended up landing on top of me and then like I wasn't getting as many waves and I was like oh my god I just spun myself out of a high vibration by thinking about something that I did not need to think about like you just don't like I mean as an intuitive I think I would intuitively know if there was a shark out there but I just it wasn't an intuitive feeling I was just like getting in my head and I watched my frequency spiral down and down and down till I went from having the best time to like not really having a good time anyway then had a little chat with my partner and he kind of like shook me out of it and the rain started pouring down and then there was a dolphin. So I got myself out of that vibe um, and back into a good one and ended the surf. But it showed me in that moment just how good it feels to be in high frequency and milk that by just how easily I can get myself out of that high frequency and look at the way, like what follows, you know? And it was happening in real time right in front of me. And in that moment, when I started thinking, oh, is there going to be a shark? Like no one else was worried about sharks. Everyone else was frothing. Like there was no one was thinking about sharks. I, when I came up and it was it worth it? No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So I should have just left it at that. But I didn't. I went deep, deep, deep down the shark uh, spiral which I never really even do. Like, I just don't really think about sharks that much. And it really showed um, because I spent like 25 to 30 minutes going from frothing on the waves, having the best time, being in the right spot, like being a wave magnet, we call it, when the waves just come to you and they're super fun, um, to then being a wave repeller, as we like to call it, which is when the waves just don't want to fucking bar of you and just land on your head. Um, and I just think that was a really good example of, yeah, just frequency in action. And I had to laugh about it, but I always thought "Mm, these things happen so I can share it on the podcast. So here we go. Happened for good reason. And because of what happened yesterday, I've just really been trying even harder today to maintain feeling good and just maintain um, being at least satisfied with everything that's happening in my day, being accepting. So yeah, today feeling much better not thinking about sharks and just frothing to be recording this podcast so I hope this has been useful to you all um and I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys how you've been finding um using these questions like please share with me please chat to me in the dms like I honestly love 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 when you guys message me and tell me that you've been like implementing some of these techniques that I talk about in the podcast so yeah, feel free to share with me. My DMs are always, always open for you all. I'm just trying to feel into anything else that wants to come through. No, I'm feeling pretty good with this. So I hope you all have a beautiful day or evening wherever you are in the world. Um, I hope that you are able to use these questions to stay in control of your frequency. Like I said before, let me know how you go and I will catch you guys next week on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to connect with me, please find me on Instagram at Energia with four underscores or jump on my website, www.theenergiaexperience.com.au. I cannot wait to see you next time. 
I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay my respects to the elders, both past and present.